Soccer FM is written and produced by Stephen Mill and Ray Bradshaw and is in association with pieandbovro.com. Welcome to Soccer FM, Scotland's funniest football podcast with me, Stephen Mill, and you, Ray Bradshaw. Hello. Coming up on this week's show, we look back on the weekend in the SPFL. We also continue our series of interviewing international managers. We look ahead to the week coming <laughs> in Scottish football. And today is the day I finally have a new job. Yeah, It is Monday the 3rd of February. We are not live on Facebook no. as ever. You can contact us on Twitter, at ScottSoccerFM. Thanks for all your comments on last week's show, including all the comments about the Steve Clark interview. That's, thank you very much. Uh, we've got our own forum at pineburville.com. Just click on the Soccer FM tab and leave your comments there you can follow us on Instagram Facebook you can listen on Buzzsprout SoundCloud Apple Podcast Spotify and your Amazon Alexa device as well Ray Bradshaw how are you I'm you good right? no one's uh, also I like how when we were on the Pine Bovril forum people were moaning about us for ages we interviewed Steve Clark Scotland manager no comments no comments no comments <laughs> we want more football content yeah. there's a 15 minute interview with the Scotland manager no comments so I'm, there we go. I'm good how are you I'm good yeah it's uh, been, a, been a, a busy morning yeah, <laughs> a busy moment. you were so it's always me that's late yeah. and you were 20 two minutes late and what makes it worse is I asked you to be early yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then I ended up being late so I do feel bad about that actually. oh no it was very enjoyable because it gives me a bit of leeway because I'm always late so yeah, that's fine that's true. Uh, how was your weekend it was good aye. it was really good uh, plenty of football and, uh, were you hanging out with Jim Leishman I was hanging out with Jim Leishman on Saturday night and uh, it was a fundraiser for a, a guy Mikey who I know listens to the podcast he's done some artwork for us before he certainly has yeah good guy and uh, yeah Leishman was hosting and uh, that's really all I can say about that so uh, <laughs> So yeah, that was fine. But there was a few other people. Ryan Williamson was there, part of the okay. defender. He was, he, was, he was at my gig in the afternoon. He told me. Yeah, <laughs> he told me. That. He was like, yeah, it was quite funny. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it was job. weird. Was it, it was so weird. So right? what were you doing just to... So Jerry Brit- Britton slid into my DMs. Yeah. Because that's how we sign players now. Yeah. Uh, that's it. We got Kenny Miller and Bebo. That's how we do it. And um, no, so he was like, we're having, because we played the Friday night, he was like, we're having a team day out like board see because we've gone through like a big board change there was like nine transfers did you have like, to do like an icebreaker on that no no imagine <laughs> that like right say your name and your favourite colour no, yeah. uh, no I got down there so he's like do you want to come down and do 25 minutes and I turned up and the atmosphere was actually quite nice mm-hmm. so there was like 70 80 people there but you've seen you've, you've seen I changed that straight away you've seen uh, sort of that it was um, it was yeah it was fun so I went in and then I just sat down at one of the tables I sat next to Joe Cardo and I was like what the fuck were you doing last night? Have you seen what he did? Yeah, he sort of got... Uh, headlock, Aramir and then two and elbows, yeah. and then Aaron Muir head gets booked. Yeah. <laughs> and then later on, so he was like, I don't know, I just lost it. He said um, he was really annoyed because Shay Gordon put it on Instagram, and that's how more people got the video. Because <laughs> it was like, he was like, yeah, he didn't need to do that. And then, um, yeah, I was chatting to Jay Britton, was giving me the lowdown on signings. We signed all but one of the players we were trying to. Nice. Which was really good. Who was and the player they missed out on? Um, Alan Forrest Right okay Yeah so That's annoying Because he's good Yeah he played quite well On Friday night He was he was quite good At going down for the penalty as Yeah well. oh Not a penalty And then um, But yeah it was just weird Because I was doing, I, I just uh, Told Darian McKinnon That I'm fucking petrified of him Yeah um, And did, also, did he just kick you As you were walking past or? No he just stared He just stared at me The whole For like 20 minutes He was just staring Through my soul It was a good laugh And then Who else was I slagging Scott Fox, obviously. Yeah. I said that they didn't go go-karting because um, it would prove how shite he is at corners. And uh, <laughs> what was it? Alan Archibald, I got to slag off by saying uh, he was a manager, now he's assistant manager. 
Because uh, he didn't do a great job So I was like If you don't laugh at this gig That's fine Because next month I'll probably be the assistant manager That's how, <laughs> So we employ people It was, yeah, it was a good laugh And it was yeah, nice That was good Nice so, chat to the boys And then I went down south to gig Twice after that Where about down south any... I was in Skelmersdale You ever heard of that? <laughs> no Me neither And then uh, Darwin Which is like in Blackburn A beautiful theatre gig And then last night I was in two places in Manchester And then I came back up the road So Blackburn Wow Yeah the theatre Darwin's amazing Surely they would have been Going off their tits With Brexit now being over Well it's a very middle class oh, Bit of it, it right, Yeah okay. so the theatre gig The Skelmersdale one before it like, was like There was an Italian fresh. guy In the front row And people were like Why the fuck are you still here It was that kind of vibe <laughs> <laughs> like, So Mixed Mixed And then uh, oh, He's this jock on stage yeah. Telling jokes Yeah they're like well, I don't understand the accent But I'll take it yeah. And then what did you do yesterday? Uh, yesterday Quite a day actually Just sort of watched the I watched a wee bit of the rugby actually Unfortunately Did you? Uh, oh I watched that But I watched the Hamilton Celtic game In the gym Yeah and I, well, I watched the I had the Hamilton Celtic game On my laptop And I had the Yeah What did you Let's start there What did you make of it? What, the Should self- Griffiths have been sent off? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. I um I forgot my headphones at the gym, so I was watching it on the screen in front of me. So I couldn't tell what the commentators were saying, but they kept on showing it. So I didn't know if were they sticking up for him or not? No, not really. Right, okay. Like I mean it was it was just a, it was a sending off. Yeah. And you know, Brian Rice is going off his tits. And he was just saying that, you know, it totally changed the course of the game and I completely agree. Hammond actually did pretty well, you know, like yeah, obviously, but not. obviously taking the lead and then you know Do you think fo- it's a red card for Hamlin? Uh I think, I think probably, it probably is Probably is Yeah it probably is There's, I can't remember the Was it Gogic I think Was kind of covering But I don't think He'd get there in time And when the ref sees it I think I could see What a free kick from Edward yeah. he's, he's really good at football Isn't he He is very very good at football And I think Celtic Will get a lot A lot of yes. money for him on, on He's got a bit of the Henri about him Isn't he That I just, I just think he's excellent He no, just drifts really, past players He turns A really good footballer uh, um, But Celtic bringing Rodrik and Christie Off the bench like, It just shows their strength Doesn't it I think that's That's going to be the difference Between them and Everyone else At the yeah. end of the season It's the depth Because you can see that As soon as Ryan Jack's out or Morelos is out yeah. for Rangers, then they immediately are not as good a team. Whereas, you know, obviously Edward's very important for them. But as you say, Klamala's not even getting off the bench. I thought I found that interesting. I thought Johnny Hayes made a difference yesterday as well when he came on. Yeah. Greg Taylor didn't. Mm, I mean, the thing, the thing is, they did leave it fairly late as well. Yeah. So there was the equalised just ten minutes after Hamilton had uh, taken the lead, but then we had the sending off uh, just before the uh, just before the free kick, obviously, and then uh, Christopher Julian, Edward again, and then James Forrest running off in injury time. So it looked comfortable, but yeah. it wasn't as comfortable as what uh, the scoreline suggests. Lennon chucking Welsh in as well. Yeah, uh, it was interesting seeing as he was all right for Morton. Yeah, it's just weird. I know, very very strange. Very and then strange. if we go to the other side of. Uh, Glasgow for Rangers Camberry Yeah odd his, Very odd His comments are yeah. amazing Aye but he's He's clearly Not one to go back oh, to yeah. So I remember chatting To someone who works Near Hibs And they were saying He only ever tries When someone's interested in him So when their scouts Coming to watch him Was he him, not whatever. meant to be Going to Bal, Bal yeah. yeah So they were watching him And he was like Running about Pointing Shouting All this kind of stuff Whereas He's just that kind of guy And he came off a bit I think he only played about 10 minutes at the weekend And they've signed Hadji as well Yeah, the son of Hadji So they're just continuing Obviously Timothy Weir signed for Celtic last season So they're I just for- I completely forgot they're about They're just him. continuing the sort of like 
moles of so we're going to get Stoichkov kid Great And then um, uh, What's he called Jason Klinsman Yeah Frank uh, LaBeouf's son Yeah <laughs> He'll just come in Yeah Frank LaBeouf Jr uh, Yeah so finish now Now Sam Cosgrove Missing an absolute Right yeah. through on goal Takes an absolutely horrific touch uh, That lets McGregor Just sort of slide in Do you but think that'll take A little bit of the pressure Off McInnes They haven't scored in three Is that right Yeah I don't think I would think two, so no, no. I mean no Aberdeen fans Probably not yeah. But it's uh, Yeah Decent point at Ibrox McInnes has got a really good record against Gerrard he's only lost three times in ten matches drawn four and won three that's good you know for a, for a also if he started playing that formation they might win, win more games <laughs> yeah, as well exactly so did finish now now on Saturday uh, let's go elsewhere though probably the game of the weekend was in Perth St Johnston 3 Hearts 3 so this is how it went Stevie May giving St Johnston the lead after 17 first minutes first goal since November very impressive uh, well not impressive but <laughs> an impressive <laughs> yeah. start yeah. Uh, Liam Boyce uh, your lookalike yeah. scoring at the second in two games for Hearts to level up then Stevie Naismith giving Hearts the lead and they went in 2-1 in front at half time Ali McCann then equalised for St Johnson then Stevie May scoring his second goal since November <laughs> uh, from the penalty spot before Sean Clare scoring an absolute raker uh, from yeah. the edge of the box uh, to make it 3-3 but it did come from a very controversial incident though because it should have been a St Johnson throw-in See, like, where it came from I hate all that stuff See, when it's, it should have been a throw-in like it's been dealt with move on if, if it would happen to part like this Oh it happens all the time Yeah I know, I know it happens You don't hear me complain about the soft pay- Well I will be in a bit The soft yeah. pay- like, guesses. Do you hear the thing I've seen quite a few people tip Andy Irving To get a Scotland call up mm. He playing heart centre midfield Young guy Really creative left foot Would you Do you think he will be in the squad? No Moving on <laughs> I, I just think the centre midfield for Scotland What about Stevie strong. Lawless? Uh, Stevie Lawless will not be in the Scotland squad I'm fairly certain of that uh, so I did finish 3-3 I'm going to text Perth. my best friend Steve Clark and I'll find out Okay, yeah, you do that uh, Livingston, continuing their brilliant run of form They beat Motherwell 1-0 on Saturday Aaron Taylor-Sinclair grabbing the only goal um, Stevie Robinson was not happy Because he made two subs at half-time Yeah So that's, oh, so that's, they, a, that's a sign that things aren't going well And uh, David Moyes uh, made five subs at half-time in four days recently that's really? how good he is at picking the starting 11 um, also Taylor Sinclair released by Motherwell not really given much of a chance didn't play a lot it's nice for him to get revenge it's mad that he didn't have a club till mid-October mm-hmm. and now he's a starter every week he's scored two big goals I think that's Livy's fifth win in the bounce Livingston are probably not getting the credit they deserve their fifth in the league they're only four points behind Aberdeen and uh, they're going to obviously going to be comfortable again they're not going to get relegated which is the main aim for Livingston yep. every season but you know it looks like they're, they're eight points ahead of Kilmarnock who are dropping like a stone on no, they did win on Saturday so they've got a wee bit of cushion going into yeah. the, the is there an argument running? that if they finish top 6 Gary Holt could be a contender for manager of the year yes I would say so yeah, yeah I think I, he's done I, a great I, job i definitely say that uh, so a very good result for Livingston Kilmarnock I did say they were dropping like a stone but they're dropping more like a, a very light stone at this moment <laughs> in time because they won 3-1 on Saturday against <laughs> Ross County Eamon Brophy grabbing a couple of goals uh, and uh, Kabamba scoring the third for Kilmarnock it was all after Ian Vigers had given Ross County a 25th minute lead and uh, Ross County were leading at half time as well so they'll be disappointed not to come away with at least something yeah. and uh, yeah good win for Kilmarnock first after... win under Alec Dyer 
I think it was nine without yeah. a win before that. So uh, they're dropping, as I say, like a like a pebble now. Like a pebble. What like were a they pebble. before? Like a boulder. Oh, a boulder. Do you see that boulder. tweet that yeah. they could, <laughs> yeah. a large boulder the size of a small boulder? Yeah. That is Kilmarnock. <laughs> that is Kilmarnock. Uh, it's very deceiving. But a good win for them on Saturday. Elsewhere, it was another thriller at Easter Road. Hibs 2, St Mirren 2, St Mirren 2 0 up through Conor McCarthy and Tony Andrew. But back came Hibs, Scott Allen and Christian Doidge just equalising before half time. And by all accounts, uh, they were very lucky to be back in the game. Yeah. Hibs, St Mirren were by far the better team, according to all the reports. And uh, yeah, so I think Hibs, I'll probably see that as a point gained, but before the match, it would have been two points. Yeah, short. I think they played five games in 15 days. I think it was catching up on them. I saw lots of kind of stuff about um, David Gray's legs are kind of beyond them. So they brought Paul McGinn on. Odd or signing? Odd. Yeah, I think I don't also, know. Obviously, I don't know much. I thought he was about 35. How old is he? Like 28, 29. Is he really? Because yeah. he played at Thistle, obviously. Yeah. I, I don't know. And I thought he was 35 when he was with us. I don't know too much about him, apart from he's one of the McGinn brothers. Versatile at the back. And I know for St. Mirren recently been playing centre half. A good pro. Yeah, it, it makes sense. And I think Jack Ross knows him from the St. Mirren days and stuff like that. But um, yeah, he came off um, the bench and played. And they've got Mark McNulty back, who obviously played so well last year. Uh, got started for Scotland well I was cacking myself a wee bit because uh, Camberry was going to Rangers which obviously meant that Hibs were looking for a striker apparently two bids turned down for Kevin that's about one of £250,000 and one of nearly £400,000 is that how much it was? yes do you want to know something? what? we got offered uh, Kevin Nisbet during the summer to Mm -hmm. come straight and Caldwell said no okay well, that that's was, really good. That was a bad move because uh, even though Nisbet was, uh, he, he didn't start on Saturday because he was carrying a knock. Um, I, I still think good bit of business from us because while we won't get as much for him in the summer, if he keeps scoring goals, yeah. we'll probably still get you know two hundred fifty grand, three hundred grand, or something yeah. like that. So I, I think that's that's pretty decent. One of nearly four hundred thousand, and you turned it down. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, but but again, I can totally understand why because so last minute. No, I understand. So last minute, albeit we have uh, brought the the boy in from Celtic, so there was a replacement there, I guess. But you don't know what he's going to be like. Oh, so you're not safe yet, and we're not safe, which is the most important yeah. thing. Imagine if we'd sold him and then got relegated. It'd be a good laugh, though, wouldn't uh, it? We, 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 it wouldn't be a laugh at all. <laughs> but luckily, Partick Thistle are doing their best to get relegated anyway. <laughs> so let's go to the table. This is how it looks like. Celtic are now seven points clear at the top. They have played the game more than Rangers. They're on sixty-four. points points, Rangers on 57, then the gap down to Motherwell on 41, Aberdeen closing in them ever so slightly after picking up the point at Ibrox, they are 4th on 38 points, Livingston as I mentioned, they are 5th on 34, and Hibs make up the rest of the top 6, they are on 30 points so far, Kilmarnock only 4 points behind now, eh, dropping like a pebble on 26 <laughs> points, then you've got St Johnson on 24, Ross County 22, St Mirren 21, then you've got the bottom 2, Hearts edging above Hamilton now on goal difference they have a goal difference of minus 16 hearts which is so terrible but they have 18 points 3 points behind St Mirren from safety and Hamilton dropped to the bottom after that defeat against Celtic yesterday and hearts picking up the points Saturday and if you've not had a chance uh, just type in Izpiaku on Twitter and watch the video of him trying to control the ball in the touchline for 8 seconds and then just falling over it was very very it's very enjoyable also enjoyable was Friday night it was Partick Thistle 1 Air United 1 Partick Thistle played very well I thought yeah. the first half second half they played not very well yeah. at all it's just that we need to score more when we're on top it's yeah. happened to us all season when we're, I was uh, the Dundee game we missed an open goal we hit the bar and then we lose 1-0 
with air Brian Graham scores a second in two games and we've got other chances and uh, it's just not there Zach Rudden still picking up a no- uh, carrying an ox he came off the bench he's not fully fit yet we we fine I think <laughs> it's getting to uh, you know it's getting to the stage with other results and something we need I'll tell you I, what I, with, uh, I both can get to fuck <laughs> right what what they're doing is incredible if you play them, but don't don't you worry about the playoff chase at the top between <laughs> us and our bros. So you 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 don't worry about it. Allah can get the fuck. I, I, I just think that it's yeah. I know it's tight, and you're only two points from safety, which is nothing. But you don't. You need to start winning. Like this is. I, I know this is yeah, obvious. Win, winning's overrated, though. Isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it's it's getting to the stage where yeah, and there are thirteen games left, which is still what you thirty nine points. Thirty nine points, but. You don't want to get marooned at the bottom like what Falkirk did last season, and then you're chasing your tail, chasing your tail, chasing your tail. So the pressure will start to mount as well, and yeah, it'll, it'll, show, it, yeah. it'll, it'll show the mentality of the squad. But I mean, I, just, I still can't believe that Thistle are in this position. You got to remember, this is our third season in a row at the bottom of the league, so yeah, that is true. We're quite, I'm acclimatised. Yeah, that is true. Uh, so I did finish 1 1 yeah. on Friday night. Soft penalty, I think we can all agree. Um, uh, Kenny Miller and Gary Harkins supposedly going to Kelty Hearts. Really? Yeah. Interesting, interesting. I will have to do some digging on that. Have one. you got inside info on that? Uh, I, that's the first of me hearing that. Okay. But I'm sure I could that find was out. The rumor, um, Kenny Miller also linked with uh, Wraith Rovers. I would be surprised if Kenny Miller went to Kelly Hearts on the basis that they've got Nathan Austin up front, yeah, who scored another hat trick at the weekend, yeah, and he scored about fifty goals this season. Um, I can only imagine how many nutmegs uh, uh, Harkins would get in that level because he's so skillful he just can't run again I'm just thinking the way that the way that Kelty Hearts play I'm not sure it's very suited to Gary Harkins I've heard it's high energy I've heard it from two people okay Fair enough. So find out and let us know. I certainly will. I'll do some digging for you. Right. Uh, good win for Dunfermline on Saturday. It was a back and forth game. Gary Oliver gave Cooney the South the lead after 10 minutes. Gabby Sounds McGill, like a chef, doesn't he? He does, yeah. yeah. Uh, Gabby McGill then equalised his first goal for Dunfermline uh, after 14 minutes, just a few minutes What's he later. called? Gabby McGill. Yeah, I get, um, when I saw that come through, I thought Cammy Gill, your goalie, had scored. No, <laughs> no. no. What is happening with your goalie situation, by the way? So, yeah, we've signed Fawn uh, Williams. Williams from Hamilton. Scully was not in the squad at all. Right. On Saturday, I Gil thought he might bench. have gone. I don't know. I don't know. I've actually not been into the club for two or three weeks, uh, just through work stuff. So, uh, no, no, not been tagged yet. Um, but, yet. <laughs> but no, I don't know what's happening. They obviously, it was an area. I, I don't think Crawford was happy with either of the goalkeepers because he kept swapping Gill and yeah, Scully I noticed all the time. That, yeah. So he, he obviously didn't have much faith in either of them. So um, they brought in Fawn Williams and uh, he let in two goals on Saturday. So <laughs> uh, we scored, scored all our goals from corners. Oh, We hadn't scored from a set piece all season and we scored three Big Lee Ashcroft. Lee Ashcroft and Danny Devine grabbing the goal. Stephen Dobby uh, equalised from the penalty spot. Never a penalty in a million years. You're talking by the to way. the wrong person this weekend. Uh, but Stephen Bobby uh, stuck <laughs> it away. Remember Stephen Bobby. Stephen <laughs> Bobby stuck it away with a plum and uh, uh, didn't really matter though because Lee Ashcroft scored uh, oh, a belt and header. Both him and Devine at really good headers. And uh, yeah, it was 3 2 back up the road. A big important win for us because it's just so tight in the championship. And all of a sudden, we are now in the promotion. Playoffs. Yeah, especially when you see Dundee and Inverness and what dropping did I points. Say? We are so streaky. Yeah, we lose five games and then that's us one two on the bounce. We, we don't have a game for another three weeks, but we play Thistle, so that'll be three on the <laughs> bounce. Do you know what I'm getting really annoyed about? 
I constantly ask you if Steve Crawford's going to get sacked because you've lost four games in a row, and but, then he'll go and win two, and then he doesn't, and then it happens again. I know, I know. I, I don't. He, I, he's not going to get sacked, but I think we're just really streaky, and hopefully we can put together, you know, another three or four games unbeaten and a couple of wins in that. Hopefully, and then we can, you know, not worry about getting relegated because that's oh. still the most important thing. Although looking at the table, you're going to need. 40 odd points yeah. to, to avoid relegation that's why I, I finished the gig the other day with going please don't get relegated mm-hmm. although I've not been to Cove or Edinburgh City's ground so it could be a laugh it could <laughs> be a laugh yeah uh, right let's move on then it was Morton 1 Dundee 1 Kane Hemmings gave Dundee the lead after 12 minutes Jim McAllister equalising just a wee while later though Kyle Jacobs setting off in the second half for a second yellow card but it did finish 1-1 so that's more drop points for Dundee um, talking of Managers under pressure James McPake Will definitely be one of those Yeah Because he's got a court date Coming soon Yeah, And also <laughs> A couple of things We need to address They've seen Christy Elliott Who I'm going to be really sad To see another strip The thing that Is he can... not a bit of a banger? In what way? Just a bit of a head case mm, Is he? I think he was quite a nice man Alright okay yeah. Fair enough Maybe yeah, Quite a nice man uh, uh, And um Christoph Bearer wearing the number 7 <laughs> Yeah That can fuck off This uh, caused a lot of this caused a lot of... It's not for me. Yeah. So they've got Kane Hemmings, Graham Dorans, Christoph Berra, so many guys that you think, oh, this is a great spine to the team, and it's not happening, is it? It's not happening at all. It's almost like James McPake's not a good manager. Well, we'll, we'll reserve judgment on that and let the jury decide. Elsewhere, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. Inverness won, Aloha won, so Ian Flanagan put Aloha in front and they were leading until the 59th minute until Jordan White equalised but more drop points for Inverness they obviously got beat by Air United last week and uh, that was another disappointing result so for them as well here's the thing I was thinking about this I, it doesn't seem like Inverness ever win mm-hmm. and they're second in the league I, but the, I think it's shit. I think the league's shite like it's not a good league and I think because we can all t- I think it's exciting because everyone takes points of it, and it, you see that with the result it of the weekend. It's exciting, but the fact that we are fourth and we and, and, and we've been pretty honking this season. Yeah, like I, I think that that sort of says more about the league than it does again against you know Inverness. They've just managed to be a wee bit more consistent than other people, and that's it. Um, so yeah, point for them on Saturday. But the result of the weekend undoubtedly is our Broth beating Dundee United at Tanadice. Craig Whiten with the goal Scoring again it's Two and two Two and two for him And yeah So that's a, a Two poor results as well For Dundee United I guess after You know Having 13 results Which were very good Before yeah. that They'll And a cup a exit as well And a cup exit I guess So yeah Are the wheels coming off? They are still What 17 points yeah, clear it, Yeah They're the Liverpool of Scotland I mean they could basically Not win a game Between now and the end of the season And still still win the league Everest so. will still be second For <laughs> yeah. some reason uh, So yeah They'll still win the league But a cracking result For Dick Campbell And that means That our both Are level on points With Dunfermline And uh, just outside The promotion playoff spots Which they would have Definitely taken before oh. Then the, the start of the season 100% So let's go to the table And see what it looks like So as I mentioned Dundee United Still 17 points clear uh, That is now Narrowed slightly because Inverness picked up a point against Aloha at home. So they're on 36, Dundee United on 53. Then you've got Air United back on 35, so just a point behind. Then Dunfermline on 31. Unbelievably, only five points away from second place in the league, which is insane. <laughs> then, as I mentioned, they're both also on 31, but inferior goal difference. Dundee on 30. Then you've got Morton on 27 points in seventh. Queen of the South on 25. Same as Aloha, but Aloha got a worse goal difference. So they are second bottom. And Partick Thistle are 
bottom of the table and uh, yeah Ooh. they need to start winning sometime soon that'd be nice I mean, a cup semi-final to look forward to as well yeah it's not a real cup though let's drop down into mm, League 1 the uh, big game at the weekend was Airdrie versus Wraith Rovers and Ross Matthews goal after four minutes was the only goal and the difference between the two sides and it means Wraith Rovers continue to lead at the top of League 1 because Lowly Falkirk Drew away at lowly Stranraer. Yeah, so Stranraer um, unbeaten in four now, but all mm. four draws. Still quite marooned at the bottom of the table. It's a good point for them. It certainly is. Ryan Thompson, former Dunfermline guy, uh, equalising just in the second half for Stranraer after Aidan Connolly, former Dunfermline player, had given it Falkirk the lead. And the only other thing of note in that game was former Dunfermline player Declan McManus going in the book after 55 minutes. So, it's mad that Connor Salmon's not starting for Falkirk and stuff like that. That means that Wraith Rovers extend the lead at the top to three points. What a game it was at Lynx Park on Saturday. It was Montrose 4. Is Peterhead that your favourite ground named after a sausage? I think it probably yeah, is. Me, yeah. yeah. Uh, Cameron Ballantyne the second uh, scored <laughs> <laughs> scored after two minutes. Great right, honourable. Yep, uh, to give Montrose the lead. Blair Lyons then made it two, and then Blair Lyons then made it three. Thistle Loney. Thistle Loney, you could probably be doing with him by the yeah, looks of it. Yeah, it was a weird signing. Back came Peter Head though. Alan Cook scored just before half time, uh, before Matthew Allen gave Montrose a four-one lead. But Derek Lyle and Scott Brown, no, not that Scott Brown made it a very nervy finish up at Lynx Park but it did finish 4-3 to Montrose and their recent run of good form continues so well done to them 4 for 2 Clyde 1 Jordan Kirkpatrick uh, grabbing a double for 4 for after Barry Cuddy 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 he sounds uh, like someone in Emmerdale he had equalised yeah. for Clyde but it was again John Garbadrick who got the winner so it finished 2-1 to 4 for elsewhere I had plenty of goals again in Methyl 4-2 it finished to East Fife so Scott Agnew know that, that, that one, one scored after just 4 minutes to give East Fife the lead Chris Higgins then made it 2 then it all got very messy because Dumbarton came roaring back. Morgan Neal grabbed one at just in first half stoppage time before Rob Jones equalised after 59. And then Stuart Murdoch, still going Stuart Murdoch, um, put East Fife back in front uh, to make it 3-2. And Scott Agnew knew that one made it 4-2 to East Fife. So that is pretty decent. East Fife obviously looking to get into the playoffs, but it's a bit of a battle now between Airdrie, East Fife and Montrose by the looks of it. Only three points separating those teams in the table at this moment in time. And uh, yeah, that's where we go. So let's go to the table yep. Wraith Rovers Top of the pile On 45 points Three points ahead Of Lowly Falkirk Then you've got Airdrie on 38 Now after a string Of disappointing results East Fife on 36 And Montrose on 35 Dumbarton back on 28 In 6th place Then you've got Peterhead On 25 The same as Clyde In 7th and 8th Then the bottom two Forfa on 22 points But stretching their lead Away from Stranraer At the bottom of the table After their win And Stranraer could only Pick up a point Against Lowly Falkirk So that is how League 1 is looking at this moment in time let's drop down them into League 2 and again it was a fairly dramatic day I would say in League 2 yeah where do you want to start let's start uh, with the leaders okay. because they were playing Albion Rovers and they were 2-0 up uh, and they, yeah, blew, I, they blew in the last 10 minutes yeah I only found out this morning they drew 
Because when I looked, it was 2 0 after 80 something minutes. I was like, ah, oh, they'll do. Mitch Meganson scoring again. 20, Jamie Mason scoring of the season. again. Yeah. He's got a few goals as well this season. But back came Kevin Harper's men, Ewan East, and Scott Roberts, two goals in four minutes in the last 10, meant it was 2 2 between Albion Rovers and Cove Rangers. However, they did stretch their lead at the top because Edinburgh City could not take advantage because Martin Hardy and Kevin Rukovic, still in Albion, won 1 0 at Ainsley Park on Saturday. Jordan McGregor with the only goal a very disappointing disappointing result I should say for Edinburgh City elsewhere cracking result for Davy Irons and Stenhouse Muir they beat Kofi and the boys Annan 3-0 at Annan as well so Ryan Blair grabbing a goal Botty Biabe on the score sheet and Callum Moore a first half blitz from yeah. Stenhouse Muir that's Annan they've lost their last five in the bounds conceding a uh, it was 14 or 15 goals I think and so, Christian Addy got booked oh, got booked. I hope it was for taking his top off I hope so as well <laughs> in a 3-0 loss <laughs> breaking city just chafing his nipples so he's talking, just... talking of teams just crumbling in the last 10 minutes how many times have Breakin been leading this season and not managed to win as so, if I know the answer to that well, I'm going to say 8 you knew how many goals Annan have conceded in yeah, the last 5 I, matches so. I read a tweet Alright, okay, yeah. fair enough Martin Scott gave uh, Breaking the lead After 29 minutes And they held on to it Until the 83rd minute Shane Sutherland Who's going to Inverness In the summer Grabbed the equaliser Before Smart As a dolor Are we saying that? Osa dolor Osa dolor There we are Gave Elgin City All three points <laughs> I think we've said his name About 30 times To this podcast the big man Yeah <laughs> The big, big man Aussie. 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 Big Aussie Big Aussie Big Aussie Aussie, Aussie. Goals, Sc- goals 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 Scored for Elgin to make it 2-1 So Brecon City Again Not winning on Saturday Is Mark Wilson in today? Uh, he I'm not sure I saw Daryl Curry What by I don't know who he's nah, with I don't know I don't know if he's one of the pundits I don't have today. that information to hand I do not have that information to hand Finally Queen's Park won Cowdenbeath Now Craig Slater With the signed only goal from us After we released them Yeah they've signed quite a few players They've got um, Who they got? Uh, no, I, I don't know. You I don't was, know. I was about to interrupt uh, with something different. But. No, because I was. They've signed Craig Slater, obviously on a permanent deal. Uh, they've signed Stuart Morrison on loan from us as well. So now that they've gone um, professional, they're yes. obviously chucking a wee bit of money at because yeah. they've got Ray McKinnon, who has you know actually turned it around fairly successfully. There, Craig Slater scored and got injured though in the first half, oh, so right. coming off. But yeah. I think they might do a big push towards the end of the season. I think so. Uh, they are only two points off the playoffs at this morning. Time the table looks like this. Cove stretching the lead at the top despite the fact they dropped two points. Uh, they are now six ahead of Edinburgh City on 53, Edinburgh City on 47 in second, and Cowden Beat in third on 35, Elgin City on 31, and fourth in Stirling Albion, fifth on 29 points. Queen's Park also on 29 points, but again pushing for those playoffs. Uh, Kofi and the boys having a bit of a shocker, unfortunately. Annan on 27 points. Stepping out Muir, uh, they push up to 8th place on 23 Albion Rovers on 21 picking up a point against Cove on Saturday um, and lowly Brecon uh, still bottom of the entire Scottish Football League on just 15 points and the worst so thing far. for Brecon is Albion Rovers are now 6 points ahead of them and Albion Rovers have played two games less yes it's so not, they could get Maroon down there they could be playing Gary Harkins Kelly Hearts and <laughs> uh, their playoff come the end of the season we'll need to wait and see on that one uh, what else have we got we don't actually have another interview with an international manager I, I shot myself when I was, I was like oh god was I meant to do one yeah you were meant to interview the Suriname manager oh remember we did Suriname football for a bit we did do Suriname it was a nightmare football. trying to find out the scores every week because yeah. no one gives a fuck about Suriname my uh, favourite bit of teams around the world was when, <laughs> were you trying to Pronounce who the there other was, teams were playing. There was one uh, player for Ujpest whose name was very close to a racial slur, and I used to panic. He scored a lot, uh-huh. and it was like, imagine a 
a really bad word for someone from Pakistan. Yeah. But with an extra S in it. Right, okay. And that was it. Mm. And I would always panic. Yeah, that's... That, Not that, fun. That, that wasn't good. That wasn't good. It doesn't stop them uh, saying the exact same thing to Pat Bonner. Uh, on Radio Scotland imagine, all I was the thinking, time I was thinking about this imagine you're a tourist in Scotland you get a higher car you put Radio Scotland on yeah and then you hear Packy Border being called that yeah you'd be like what the fuck I guess that's a sort of old sort of Irish name for Paddy but you know but still I know in this day and age I don't think you would get away with it anyway uh, let's go to the fixtures uh, we have some more midweek fixtures in the Premiership this week so Aberdeen versus St Johnston Hearts versus Kelly Motherwell against Celtic is the live TV game on BT then we've got Rangers versus Hibs at Ibrox that's going to be a tasty one yeah. uh, Ross County against Livingston and St Mirren against Hamilton um, in terms of what What's happening at the weekend? It is presumably the Scottish Cup. Is it? Um, yes. So I'll go through the fixtures. So I'll go through the league games before that. So we're out of the cup, and so are a couple. Of, so on Saturday in the Championship, you've got Dundee against Park Thistle. You've got Morton against Queen of the South in League One. You've got Dumbarton against Airdrie, Peterhead, Forfar, and Stranraer against Wraith Rovers. And in League Two, it's a full uh, set of fixtures: Albion Rovers against Brecon City, Edinburgh City against Annan. Elgin against Cove Rangers Steppenhouse Muir against Cowdenbeath and Stirling Albion against Queen's Park because in the Cup on a Saturday we have the Half 12 kickoff, Hamilton Rangers which is on Premier Sports because they exclusively show Old Firm games and then the 3 o'clock kickoffs you get Aberdeen Kelly Air St Johnston Inverness against Livingston and St Mirren against Motherwell and the 7.20 kickoff is Falkirk against Hearts which is on BBC and then on Sunday you have BSC Glasgow against Hibs uh, which is on BBC Scotland at 12 o'clock and then of course the uh, Do We Derby of mm-hmm. Clyde against Celtic at 2pm on Sunday afternoon the Roy Keane Derby you remember that game Craig yeah. Bryson scored didn't Craig Bryson scored I think the Clyde manager was Graham Roberts was it? and the assistant manager was Joe Miller um, Remember Joe Miller? Joe Miller, yep. Also, uh, it's I, weird when you see like Brian Reed and Ian Cathro on the bench in <laughs> Match of the Days. I uh, I ended up um, last time I did off the ball. Joe Miller was the guest. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was. He was quite interesting actually. Yeah, very was, small man. What's he doing now? Uh, Taxis. I honestly, have no idea. Cannot cannot think for the life of me what Joe Miller does. When you do off the ball, you can end up with some your weird people. You end up chatting to. Yeah, it's an odd one, like Gary Caldwell. Yeah, or, I, I still can't believe they edited that. To take out the awkward bits. Yeah. Those would have been the best bits. <laughs> I don't understand. Well, it was maybe it was to try to get him back on so I can interview him again. I don't know. Yeah, Very good laugh. What you got this week? I see you've got a new job starting I'm today. A new job, yeah. Um, so three hours fifty-seven minutes. Yes. So uh, Gary Spence, friend of the show, enemy and, of the show, uh, and yeah. enemy of some people. Uh, myself and Gary are starting a brand new show between four and seven. And but you're only you're not doing nationwide yet. No. So it's going to be from today on TFM. And on North End one, so that's obviously Dundee and Aberdeen, uh, Aberdeen North okay. And then come the thirtieth of March, we'll also be on Clyde one, which is Glasgow in the West. Uh, fourth one, which is Edinburgh Lowlands and Fife. Yeah. And West FM, which is in Ayrshire. So we're going to be all over the country, basically. Borders come, come the end of March. No borders and MFR are not taking the borders. Show. Hate you. Uh, borders hate me. Yeah. And MFR, where Gary's from in Inverness, have decided not to take that <laughs> show. So, <laughs> so that's, that's, quite that's funny. made my day. Uh, I'm quite enjoying that. As well, so yeah, that's you because you've been 
Well, not unemployed, but not had a proper gig for a year. Yeah, so it's been. Uh, I've been doing loads of. To be fair, I've been working almost constantly. Um, yeah, because you need to pay the bills because <laughs> you're about to get evicted because you're jobless. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but I have actually been working a lot, and I've done so many different things over the last week. Well, but this is going to be a regular gig, so uh, yeah, it's, it's good. I'm enjoying it. Are you excited? So, yeah, I'm excited. It should be good. It's um, good to be back on the radio every day. Can we phone in and like give you abuse in that? Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, is it one of them? Yeah, yeah, you can. You can phone up. You can text in You can tweet me And did you get your pictures done? No I've not got them done yet So are you still on the diet Are you giving it up <sighs> I can't really be bothered To be honest with you Like I've just given up I just thought I'll just be a rip For the next sort of Like four years In these photos Or whatever it is <laughs> And then if I do lose any weight In that time I'll need to But think about How Like if you think you're fat In a normal picture Think about what you're going to look like When they put it on a bus Yeah I know Like that away Like a mini will go by And you'll be the same size as a mini mm, I'll, I will look like a, a Fucking Just a pig on the side of our bus so that would be ideal what are you going this week anyway uh, I'm in London tomorrow London. and then what are you doing in London uh, oh ready for the one case sentence of the podcast so far yeah an agent showcase oh Christ yep and then um, I'm staying in a pod hotel in oh, Gatwick right. I've, stay, I've stayed in that is, is it alright yeah it's fine uh, yeah because yeah, I've got the early morning flight back windows up windows steam up when you have a wank though so just that <laughs> night. Right. Get, it gets a bit heated I can't wait till I walk through it's just steam everywhere I'm like oh god <laughs> the drains are going to be clogged what's uh, that the there I was there with my girlfriend so that's <laughs> you don't have a girlfriend <laughs> and uh, yeah and then Friday Saturday I'm at the Glee Club in Glasgow my last two gigs before I go off to Australia the Glee Club is yeah. that sort of like a it's where Jungles used to be under Cineworld. Uh, I thought it was a Glee Club, as in like some sort of like the High School Musical type no, thing. No, uh, they the Glee Club uh, sued High School Musical and got an out of court settlement right. uh, because they've had. Uh, didn't they sue Glee? The TV show As opposed to High School Music Yes Fuck I don't know these things (laughs) And then um, But no the Glee's amazing And it's owned by Off the Curb Who have Michael McIntyre Frankie Boyle Kim Bridges All these acts So doing that this weekend So come see me please So and just let you know What's happening with the podcast So last podcast Before you go to Australia Is next Monday We'll get that recorded Uh, And then after that We'll have a week off Because I'm in Latvia And you're in Australia But then when we come back I'm going to have some guest hosts And I'm looking forward to it Because we've got Have you confirmed the one That I didn't want you to? Yeah. Oh no, my nemesis. Yeah. So don't don't say anymore. Don't say anymore. I'm phoning in that day. Hundred <laughs> percent. Even I hate when I have to phone. I'm waiting up to like four a.m. and all that, but I'll do it. It's uh, it's going to be fun. It's I, not. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, <sighs> you'll just have to wait and see what that is. But Why are you doing me so dirty? Because uh, you're going to Australia, and that sounds like fun, and I have to stay here. So if, if that, that's it. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you've enjoyed the show. There's more on our Twitter at Scott Soccer FM, Facebook, Instagram, and our own forum at pineborough.com. But for now, it's goodbye from me, Stephen Mill, and you, Ray Bradshaw. Pig on a bus. This has been Soccer FM. Good luck to all your teams, apart from Falkirk, all across the week, and we'll catch you next time for some more Soccer FM.